Hello there, and welcome to this podcast. We are Black Current, a group of 20-something-year-olds with a common interest to bring you fun, laughter, and a bit of understanding. This podcast is hosted by three people, Larry, Victor, and Patsy. We are recording from three different locations, Lagos, Nigeria, London and Manchester in the UK. All opinions are our own. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And if you do like our content, you can also subscribe to our different platforms and like our podcasts. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoy this recording. We are Black Current. Hey guys, it's Patsy here. Joining me today, I have... The lovely, beep, beep, Larry, (laughs) and Victor. It's always Larry the loud one. I'm so sorry. You know what I said to him just before we started recording? Let's turn our notifications off, yeah? Please, I've turned it off, I promise you. Such BS. (laughs) But but Pat, can I make a confession here? Go on. The first time, it was Victor. There we go. (laughs) No, there no, we no. go so, again. So this time, no, no, no. The first time it was Victor. This time, what happened was I turned on my other phone oh, and the battery's low. I don't know why I turned it on. So the phone just literally came on. First notification was battery low and it turned off. So that's the second beep you just heard. Who Maybe. has two phones, uh, hey? Just died. Just died. Maybe it's a good thing. I will see, you know, if it happens again. Yeah, maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You know, he actually flows off his tongue, the lies, you know. He's like, no, I'm de- I've got five I'm phones for number three, just like vibrated. For number four came in clutch. <laughs> what, why are you lying, bro? Why do you feel the need? I wish I, wish why I was Why are you always lying? Why the fuck are you lying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a businessman. He's low key trying to flex as well. Like, look at me, I got three phones. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Now we have established who's on the podcast today. <laughs> so the topic today is don't cancel 2020. Why? Because I don't know why, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, why should we not cancel 2020? Because so much has happened. We started off with the Australian bushfires, which seemed like the end of the world. Rest in peace, Kobe. And then Meghan and Harry left Buckingham Palace. Brexit's been going on. We all got locked in our houses because of coronavirus. We've just not stopped having hit after hit. Was it in East Africa? There was locusts and... There is a rape pandemic currently going on in Nigeria. Like recently, I think it was two days ago, apparently for the totality of the lockdown, which is about two months, yeah. in just one state in Nigeria, there were 299 reported rapes. Oh, oh wow. So that's why I tell, when I tell you it's a rape, it's almost like a rape pandemic. And that's just one state. Other states have been coming up with their numbers. Because there's recently been a movement for proper prosecution of rapists, you know, rapists of minors, rapists of women, rapists of just general. There's been a huge movement where women are tired because the Nigerian government doesn't seem to be prosecuting these people and they seem to be getting away. That was the, just the background to it. So that's, what, that's what I meant when I said a rape pandemic. Hmm. So just going into that a little bit, in Nigeria, are men deemed higher status than women? Traditionally speaking, if we go off that count, because the thing is, okay, if we're talking about rape as the crime, yeah? Mm. That's what I want us to address. Rape as a crime internationally. There's a very low prosecution rate for rape as a crime. One of the contributing factors, people believe, stigma, also people believe, loss of evidence you know and things like this 
So it's usually difficult for prosecutors or non-challenged per se of the prosecution to go on and convict. In Nigeria, it's worse because we have very terrible evidence collection. We have a very, very chauvinistic society because, for example, you have a situation whereby there's a lot of victim blaming. You go to the police station to report your rape and the police replies you, ah, what were you wearing? How can a woman be in a man's house by that time? You know, very silly comments. Mm. So it discourages victims from going to report. As well as, like I said, the evidence collection system in Nigeria is very terrible. So we don't really have what I would call like um, a criminal database, if you if you must. So if, for example, we collected evidence or we collected the DNA or the semen of the rapists, we're not going to, you know, automatically put the DNA sequence into a, a database like it is in England or in America. Do you get why? Mm. So when we eventually arrest him, we can see a, a match with... So things like that make prosecution of rape very difficult in Nigeria. The stats here in the UK are very low of if they've been raped, they find it hard to, you know, come forward. And then if they do, it's normally too late. And like you say, the evidence isn't there anymore. And then there's a lot of victim blaming. Well, you shouldn't have been doing that. You shouldn't have been wearing that. You were asking for it. You said yes at the beginning, and then you changed your mind. Do you know what I mean? There's so many ways to kind of strike down the actual thing that was raped. So it is a really hard matter. And I really pray that big matter and I think it should be addressed. I have been seeing a lot of things on social media and I really hope that things do change. But if we move on to the late Kobe Bryant, do you guys remember when you heard the news? Do you remember where you were when you heard that he had passed, well, been killed in the helicopter crash? I think it was a Sunday night. I can't remember. Was it Sunday or Saturday night? When I saw, I can't remember when I saw, when someone told, when someone sent me a text and said, oh, by the way, Kobe has passed away. But then to me, it's almost like, um, it's almost like the Michael Jackson death. You know, it's one of those deaths where you sort of remember that moment in time when, you know, something so significant, or I mean, some like a huge personality that influenced a lot of your a lot of aspects of your childhood passing away. So it affects you in 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 you know I mean in, in a certain type of way. So when it came to Michael Jackson, for example, when he passed away, I can I can still remember literally where I was, how I was feeling, and that's the same with Kobe Bryant. It was just so 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 sad and you know it, it what even made it worse was i think the day before two days before something before it, it was a basketball game or something and you know you you keep on following these stories especially after he retired after he retired so you know that that kind of hit hit a lot of us hard it was it was very shocking you had you had a man who even in retirement was still at the top of his game i believe he won a grammy or an oscar for his for a, a short film he did because kobe gave so much to basketball that you just thought, oh, how would he be outside? Like, how would his life be? Do you have to go into broadcasting? Just, but that's what most people who know nothing else but the game usually do. But no, he went on to, you know, establish an agency, do a movie. He had another movie, I believe, in the works. Like, he was still excelling. He was enjoying himself. He was coaching his daughter's basketball team. So you saw a man who was still excelling outside something he loved doing. And I feel that was what, you know, it really took, set me aback by a couple of days because you were sat there like, oh, life is Yeah, he still had so much to offer. Yeah, I mean, it hit me as a person that plays basketball. Oh, I was lying in my bed, I think watching Netflix. And I just remember just not knowing what to say. And I had about three or four people text me just like, have you seen the news? And I was like, yeah. I was just in shock you know when you just don't believe anything or you just can't believe it's true 
And then I went on my Twitter and it was just tweet after tweet after tweet. It was just felt like the world stopped. It was a really weird time for everybody because I think he, if you weren't a basketball fan, you still could appreciate what he did with other people's words about him. The nature in which it happened, wasn't it? It was almost like with, yeah. with his daughter as well. So even if you knew absolutely nothing for him, you wouldn't really wish that on your worst enemy. It's almost like... It was it was truly shocking and you know, rest in peace and hopefully his family are okay and, and to all the other people yeah, to, of who were on the helicopter. Because yeah, there was, you know, a good seven, eight and the pilot. So it, it was a big crash really. It was. Um yeah. Regardless if there's one person, it's still horrific. It was a horrific accident. And yeah, hopefully all those families are healing and you know, rest in peace to all of them as well that passed away. <laughs> Let me throw a question out to you guys. Going back to 2020 overall, we're only six months in and so much has happened. And I feel like a lot of social media posts are saying, let's just cancel 2020. But is that really the mindset or mentality to have? For me personally, I don't think so. It's like when people ask, would you go back in time, you know, would you is it, would you erase your mistakes? Or would you go back in time to erase your mistakes? And I say no, because your mistakes make you a better person. So it's kind of like without the Spanish flu, we would not have known effective ways to prevent the spread of the coronavirus in today's day and age. Without the existence of the coronavirus, another virus will come in the future. That's a certain. So because of the experiences the coronavirus, we would be effective in preventing greater casualties in the future, or we would attempt to prevent greater casualties. Kobe's death has been an inspiration to so many people. Yeah, so I do not I do not believe in the whole idea of cancelling because, you know, it's unfortunate. No, we're thankful for 2020. A lot of, we have to be better for the unfortunate situations that have, that have happened. 2020 happened for a reason. We just have to understand. So we just dust ourselves off and move on. Thankful for 2020 because now black rights and some change is happening in America. Mm-hmm. And here. And in England. Man, I never realised how many racist fucking statues are in... I'm so shook. Do you know how ridiculous that yeah. is? You are immortalising. Im- so every single day, a black person walks past a statue of a former slave owner in 2020. And you had people still somewhat... Put that shit in the where it belongs. Like, put it in the museum. Don't be out there leaving yeah, that shit. streets were named after him. Auditoriums named after him yet you want black people to be comfortable are you actually serious then you had those defending the nonsense no see listen and and that's one reason why i'm happy for 2020 unfortunately a man had to die in george floyd for us to see these changes that is truly truly testing and you know this year has actually felt really long considering we're only halfway through it it's uh, you know there's things that probably happened to us in january and february and it almost feels like they happened in 2019 the the amount of emotional and physical toil it's had in a lot of us but there's this thing about cancellation right cancellation cancelling 2020 and it's not something that's just emanated from you know from out of nowhere from the middle of nowhere no it hasn't you know it's a culture that's creeping through a lot of especially young people that are just going up cancelling each and everything you know this is something that's being built up through social media where you see you know, celebrities that say something wrong, albeit they admit it later on that it was a mistake. I'm not talking about race because in a lot of these incidences, when people speak about racial issues and they come up with some racist nonsense, it's ignorance and, you know, there's where a lot of people come up with something and they admit it's a mistake, but people go on to say, ah, let's cancel them, let's... And I'm like, these are human beings 
you know, you know, your mom, your dad, anyone close to you, yourself inclusive as well, you make mistakes, you know, but we're so quick and we've, we're so quick to cancel things. And we've actually absorbed it into our culture where we're going, okay, 2020 has been such a pain to us. You know, we've missed our holidays. People have had canceled marriage, relationships have been broken up, blah, blah, blah. But then we're talking about bigger picture stuff, racial related uprisings. And there's so many other things, you know, the pandemic, you know, the rape we've been talking about before, loss of very significant personalities that are very close to us. And people are going, oh, cancel it. Do you think Kobe Bryant would want you to cancel? Do you think that's do you think that's the mamba attitude? You know, you go and cancel things because things have been hard. No, but with power on, like that's the thing, you know, that as Larry has been mentioning, the experiences, the experiences that we've had, every single little bit, one of them is building us up to be better people tomorrow, whether it comes to treating our planet better whether it comes to, you know, treating ourselves individually better, you know, acting as humans towards minority races, negative things had to happen. A lot of horrific experience had to happen, including the death of um, George Floyd, may rest in peace. A lot of them had to happen for people to start waking up about things like this. That's very sad. But for me, with the whole cancelling of stuff, that isn't, that isn't something that I see in my basket. I think that is something that people need to think about and start questioning themselves whether we're all too quick to cancel things because things are not going our way. If things are not going our way, figure out something else. Figure, you know, there's so many um, clever new working mechanisms that businesses have had to adjust to, you know, to be able to cope with, you know, with the disruption to their businesses because of what? Because of COVID and whatnot. In regards to what you were saying about people making mistakes and celebrities making a mistake and then people put the word cancel on them. I had to Google when Caroline Flack committed suicide, sadly. And it was this year in February I was thinking what like it doesn't feel that long well it feels a lot longer ago than it was it was literally a couple of months Mm. ago we don't quite know the extent of why she committed suicide but just before you know she was no longer with us she was getting a lot of hate from the media got fired from her job so you know there's only so much an individual can take and if their actions have been wrong if she had beaten up her boyfriend that is their situation kind of thing some actions you really can't excuse and you can't but other people being nasty I think that's where we have to kind of draw the line okay you can kind of cancel an action out but you can't cancel a person out right well it appears to be that people think they can how would you feel Larry if you got cancelled honestly um, if I got cancelled like on that scale I know myself it's it's going to be obviously shattering why was I cancelled I made a mistake. Human, The human ethos is built on forgiveness. We must forgive one another. So if I am, quote unquote, cancelled, you will forget eventually. So I'm not going anywhere. Do you get what I mean? It's not like when you get cancelled, God says, come back here, son. Come back to heaven. That's not how it works. You, a job, I lose my job. My parents are not going to chase me away from there. <laughs> my parents are just going to say, yeah, son, you're officially cancelled from being our son. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I feel like people overestimate their power. Uh, yes, you can hurt me financially, but to what end? Is what I always ask. To what end? Yes, I lost this. Yes, I. Uh, you've set me back a couple of steps, but the resilience I believe I have, I will rise again. Does it come down to so, how um, mentally stable you are yes, as well? Yes, there's that. There's that. To be honest, you need to be very 
mentally strong. I am not to claim I am. I am not. You know, I am not. I am not mentally strong. I'm not going to lie. But you have to be, like I said, mentally strong. Some people, I'm going to guess, like Caroline Flack, her image, her life was built based on Mm. social interactions. So so the TV media, online media, she felt like her relevance was attached to that. Her being was attached to the love and adoration from <clears throat> adoration from fans and you know companies alike so i feel like when all of that broke and people became as it were rightly or wrongly as some people might think when people did that and the effect was her having to take her life because she felt like she had nothing else to live for. It's unfortunate, but I guess now people feel or now people will learn that your words actually go a longer way and cancel culture does have its drawbacks. I agree with words. Words are really strong and a lot of people will remember how you made them feel and kind of forget what you say. It is what you say is how it makes them feel. So it's kind of, it all kind of interlinks. But there's things people have said to me from years ago and I can still kind of feel how I felt. I can't remember what they said and I'm probably over it with them, but I can still feel that kind of, I know how you made me feel in that moment. So, and you can never take that away from somebody. When you've hurt somebody, you've hurt someone and you can't ever really, fix that really i don't think you know what's funny yeah i just remembered uh the statement we used to say sticks and stones may break my bones and words will never hurt me words never hurt but that's the most untrue statement ever like i'd rather you beat me with sticks and stones than say because when you say some things like pain physical pain goes away how you made me feel in particular like you said patsy is something that i might replay 10 years later when i see your face and when i see you do something and it just comes back to me again and i'm just sat there like that's one of the reasons why patsy you know this with that friend i had uh, the alter the Mm. confrontation with I'm never going back there because those words will stick with me for the rest of my life. And every time I see you, those words will come back to me and I'll feel as shitty as you made me feel back then. So we can never be friends. And that wall, yeah, and that wall has gone up now. Yes, yes, do you get me? So now exactly, Patsy, now you struggle to trust certain situations. You are not as trusting, you are not as open because of situations, but yeah. Going forward, how do we learn, appreciate what we've been through in the last six months? There's a lot that has gone wrong with with what's been going on in 2020. And I don't want to go back into that again. But what I need us to um, sort of pick from it is, you know, the positives. What lessons have we learned from it? How has it made us feel? How has people uprising against Black Lives Matter and calling us out on a lot of things that we did to them previously that we thought were very, very insignificant, but could have hurt them emotionally. How, how, can, how did we feel when someone called us out on that? And how do we make sure going forward, we don't make other people feel that way? You know, we just need to review our actions, really, um, enshrine it within our very lives. Like, do you know what I mean? Bill with rights. You know, how do we become more conscious about what we're saying around other minority race, other minority groups, you know? You know, with rape, like, how do we support women? How do we support women that are going through these experiences? How do we get national systems that are so corrupt or so, and I'm not calling out Nigeria in this, but I'm saying national systems that are missing out on how to capture these guilty persons and help the victims out better? How do we do this? So this is little things, lessons we've learned, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Personally, 
Yes, we're not cancelling, but what do we take from 2020? Um, first thing I say is the Mamba mentality. Be like Kobe. Remember how he lived his life. Be aggressive mm. in your pursuit of excellence. Do not stop. Do not relent. He has died, but you must live on. Let him live on through you. So be like Kobe. Embrace the Mamba mentality. Be aggressive in your pursuit of excellence in everything you do. Next, I say with COVID, COVID has turned all the, th- all the things we thought were, were regular and the things we thought were routine. All those things have gone out the window now. Working from home can become a huger priority because it can work. You just need to be more, you know, um, de- what's it called? Deliberate about it. Five days working week. I've heard that it is, it is redundant now. A lot of businesses are beginning to realize those things. The new normal is real. We must adjust. So we've learned from that. The death of George Floyd. For a lot of white allies, they've had to unlearn some things they've had to see the suffering and hurt black friends i want to make sure i'm clear about this their black friends have gone through they begin to see that life is not the same so they have to understand that privilege does exist but they also must use the privilege they have to uplift their black friends so things like that you understand your privilege or use your privilege to help uplift those who are in unfortunate situations. We have to understand the power of our words. We have to use them sparingly or carefully in particular. We have to be very careful with the things we say to people and be very mindful. I really have to second what Larry said in when you said, you know, in the in the movement of Black Lives Matter, a lot of white people have had to unlearn. But I think if we look at the whole of 2020, We've had to unlearn. Every single person has had to unlearn something. And I think we've all kind of had to look at ourselves. And you're right, we don't need to work in an office five times a week. We can work from home twice or three times a week. We're saving the planet by doing that. We're saving us all being cramped on public transport, coughing into people's faces, getting coronavirus. Ew. But do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways we could change and tweak. And I don't think we all need to massively change our lives it's just small tweaks here and there that could actually do the world us our neighbors the world of good i think that's what i want to keep moving forward and keep with me throughout these really weird six months of a year of 2020 five months in a week but yeah six months oh shut up <laughs> and now oh, it looks like I'm not in control of my words, but I meant that. <laughs> I meant that, it, which makes it even worse. It's not even six months; it's five months in a week. This is kind of, you know, five months and ten days, guys. Pull yourself up. Don't be haters on Twitter. <laughs> So Alright, good night. Thank you guys. <laughs> and uh, but seriously, I'm still fighting it mature. Um, thank you all for listening. It's <laughs> no, I fucking love it. Thank yeah, you all for it. listening. Um, party, uh, wonderful nuggets there. Um, you guys, you guys take care, man. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can like it, share it with your friends, or even subscribe. Please don't forget to also follow us on social media. We're Black Current on Twitter and Black Current underscore podcast on Instagram. Have a lovely day, afternoon, evening, morning, night, wherever you're based. Again, thank you for listening. Bye.